Hey, this is Higher Peaks. This podcast is supported by our listeners on Patreon. There you can become a patron with options of bonus content, including behind-the-scenes posts, messages, pics, shorts, raw, unedited content, and even full episodes. You can influence future shows, have voting power, get exclusive rewards, and have patron-only giveaways. See full details on our page at patreon.com slash organrooted. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Oregon Rooted. I'm Higher Peaks. And this is Lady Sativa. You're listening to The Dirt Show. Where we bring you Oregon's cannabis culture. Welcome to the Dirt Show. I'm Higher Peaks, and this is Lady Sativa. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, start off. I just want to do some quick talk about our feeds. Um, just want to let everybody know, and I posted this on our uh, story a, a week or two back about how well Spotify did last year, and it did real well. It actually did better than iTunes. And did awesome. Yeah. And so I posted that like like an insane numbers, like what you wouldn't expect every year, like five hundred percent and shit. Uh, but we grew big. And you know, the year before it came out that uh funk extracts was our number one Spotify episode. Hell yeah. Was Shout out two, to Ram. Yeah, it was 2019. And 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 we were doing good on Spotify that year, mm-hmm. but this year we really just jumped up a lot. I Hell mean yeah. As much, actually, I probably think it does as good as iTunes now, which is really something to be said because, like, iTunes is like your bread and butter when it comes to podcasts. Yeah. And, uh, but Spotify is right up there, which is amazing. It amazes me. And, and it doesn't surprise me, though. I prefer Spotify. You, you use Spotify. I only use Spotify. And now we were talking recently, like, you use it even over like Podcast Addict, which we used to use. Yeah. Only because when I switched phones, it didn't switch my my likes even signing into my account it did not it did not bring over my stuff that i had already um went and followed sure sure like so all my podcasts. you had to start over basically yes, from... and i didn't like that so i'm just like oh shit now that, i have to fucking figure it all out all over again which is strange and i don't and i guess that's because you don't really have to sign into it or anything but you know it asks you to does it because i don't yeah, think i you sign can't, in you don't have to but you i have like the account that's just like it's a free account, but right. Right. Uh, and I always liked podcast addict because one thing about that platform is it, it always provided the links that I put in my post. Mm-hmm. So, which is really nice because I try to put in links to stuff we talk about or even the people we talk with. Mm-hmm. And it's always frustrated me because one thing with iTunes is that they don't like you to go outside their platform. So when I put in a link that you can't even tell, like yeah. you, you don't, you can't tell there's a link there, nothing. You can't use it even if it was there. And so, you know, whatever. I get it. They're kind of like Apple. They want to have everybody stuck on that shit. Spotify, Podcast Addict are a lot different. 
Um, and that's why I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, Podcast Addict would put in or does put in those links and you can see them, they highlight and you can click on them. And, but, you know, like you mentioned, you switch over phones, Samsung to Samsung, you got that nice Samsung switch or whatever does not work with that platforms kind mm-hmm. of frustrating spotify is where it's at people i tell because you it's your account and it'll always move over yeah if you have spotify find us on spotify only because it, it's just all there uh and and the links are there and also too if you notice ever since almost day one i put in skip to interview on my posts even on places that you can't get the link and it'll tell you at the minute to where we switch over to the interviews. So if you don't want to hear our bullshit, you can go straight to the interview. Our banter, as they call it. Yeah. You have the choice just to skip our crap, go right to the interview. It's always there. I've always put in a link there. And on the website and on like podcast addicts, stuff like that, you can mm-hmm. get that that link uh, right there. Just hit it. Boom. You're there. Hit play. And it's right. playing. Uh, well, now with Spotify... Um, I mean, even with Podcast Addict, it would not carry that link over. But but now with Spotify, it does. It'll say, you know, it'll say skip to interview and then a time. And then just beyond that, it'll have another time that's highlighted. You can hit that on Spotify, that link there, and it'll take you right to the spot you need to mm-hmm. be. Again, why I like Spotify. Uh, and so it's just, you know, I try to put things out there for people to extra, like I said, to come outside of the podcast and, and go to where we we talk to these people and stuff. Anyway, the only downside to Spotify, just so people know, is that unfortunately they don't update right away. Most of the other platforms will update within 15 minutes after I post the the, the post. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if I post it in the afternoon, you guys will have it. Like say if I post it at three, everybody should have it by no later than like four. Spotify can take hours. <laughs> If not until the next morning, which is unfortunate because mm-hmm. that, that I don't like that. Eh. But that's the only downside. Yeah. So that's what I had to say. Anyway, Spotify is doing as well as iTunes. We appreciate that for everybody that does go to Spotify. Well done. There's another place. Podchaser's done well. Podcast Addict's done well. And Stitcher, of course. They've always done well. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, though, I just I've never liked the Stitcher platform. I don't know why, but I've never used it. Yeah. So anyway. There it is. Okay, so moving on. I just wanted to mention, so I was reading posts the other day on Instagram, and there was a thing where, I think it was, I want to say Dank City or something. Mm-hmm. They posted where they said, having a coin in your grinder doesn't work. And I'm like, what? Who puts a coin in their grinder? I've never put a coin in my grinder. Now I'm curious. Right. So I read, <laughs> there was no explanation. There was no article, nothing to go to. And so I read the comments and it said that, you know, people were commenting, oh, yeah, it does great. Why? Why does this? Does that common thing was that it helps to get the key into your the bottom tray. And we were talking about that where, you know, you have the three three chambers, you got the grinding chamber Mm -hmm. and then you got the where that stuff falls into. Mm -hmm. And that's what you pull out of to make your joint or blunt. And then there's that third bottom chamber that that keef should fall into that you get that extra nice, fine, you know, sifted keef. Well, you don't get much of that ever, right? Well, in ours, for sure, you don't. No, ever. And it seems to be common in the grinders I've had that you never do. Well, I guess using a a dime or a coin helps deliver that quicker. 
according to the comments. That's all I got out of it. But it's going to fall out every time you go to tap out what's in there. I, see, I'm confused, too. I was hoping I could get clear, clarification on that. Someone knows more about it. Maybe they can yeah, it seems shoot like us a message or an email. Because you'd knock it out every single time you'd grind up that flower. It, and it's not like the the coin is in there moving. Well, yeah, so you just dump it all out, grab the coin, stick it back stick in it there. Stick it back in there for what reason? So you could dump it out next time because it's not like it's moving around and hey, pushing the key. I'm through. just throwing out what it says. I know, and I and am just throwing out rebuttals to these people who are answering. <laughs> so because it makes I wonder, no fucking sense to me. Please explain. <laughs> well, I want to try. So, yeah, I'm going to put a coin in there and see if it doesn't make more of the key fall through. I think it just. I'll be back next week to tell you guys didn't do shit. <laughs> it, it it's like a grinder, extra grinder, right? It just grinds no. it up and then we'll see, we'll see. Because it's not moving. Yeah, it is. Because when you're grinding and then you just you're shaking it up and stuff. <laughs> I'm not trying to be critical. I'm just confused. <laughs> if anybody has an explanation, let me know. Let us know. I am curious. All right. So just a couple things I wanted to mention too. It says dumping CBD oil on strawberries extends their shelf life. That's Sorry. pretty cool. I said dumping CBD oil on strawberries extends their shelf life and stops mold growth. A new study finds. Huh. That's pretty cool. Instead of using like, what do they use? Citric acid for fruits. Mm-hmm. Just those <laughs> CBD oil. Sounds safer. It sounds like you get your dose of CBDs too. Right. I wonder if it tastes like shit though. I don't know. Depends on how it's made. Right. Oil, most of the time, it can be made with either MCT or... <laughs> all that, or, sounds, all that yeah. sounds gross Olive oil. There's there olive go. oil, olive oil um, almond oil, mm-hmm. coconut oil, which is MCT oil, also fractionated I'd MCT like to see... Oil. So I buy... You know, in the past, we bought Costco apples with the citric acid on them, right? So they have them just sliced apples in the mm-hmm. plastic bag and they never turn brown. Oh, That's citric acid. so gross. Why can't they serve those with CBD oil then? It tastes like poison. Why? The citric acid tastes, tastes like poison. Is that what our kids no, said? No, tastes like poison. No, that's what I say. Mm. Every time I bite it, that's that's also what um, that's what uh, organic vegetables taste like to me. What's that? Like poison. poison. <laughs> I'm like, please give me the non-organic. You don't even know what organic. <laughs> if you did a taste test, you wouldn't know. Yes, I would because when I bought those uh, carrot sticks or c- carrot chips mm. that were organic. They tasted so gross. I could taste a huge difference. That's why I will never, ever, ever buy organic carrots again. Oh, God. What was the taste difference? It tasted like poison. I swear to God. They were super thick. They were like Maybe. this thick. And then they tasted like fucking poison. Maybe you're just used to the eat, eating poison. And Give like me the, the poison then if it gives me a better flavor than poison. Oh, God. <laughs> That's all I got. That's that's all I got. <laughs> Tasted gross. Maybe it was just the type of organic carrots you had. Maybe, but you wouldn't think that organic would taste gross. You would think it would taste more natural than the than the regular carrots. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's more funny. like dirt even. Just give me a little bit dirt tasting, not poison. <laughs> well, you know, there's some funky stuff on the organic could be anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, apparently the feds announced that they want to spend about 350 grand to develop methods to distinguish hemp and marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised at that. Um, I, we were just talking, who was it? Someone we were talking to that was saying that, uh, that's what they grow. 
Oh, we were talking to. It wasn't our heater guys. She was our heater guys. Heroes heating. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> I don't know if they want anybody to know that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were talking Why to. Why not? It was the legal. It was. Okay. So Heroes Heating, they came over to replace our heating. Mm-hmm. And great guys. And yeah, they, they were, were talking about how they tried to jump in the hemp game. They were in the hemp game for like yeah, three years. Yeah, for like years. three years when yeah. it, like it, they started a year after it kicked in. Or maybe the year it did kick in. I maybe don't know. because he said he didn't. they didn't make it long. He said he had shit ground, but his friend had great ground. And he was had mentioned that there's basically hemp growers out there that are just throwing out fields of THC. <laughs> we know those are the those. That's why they have fields. That's it. I just, they have fields that just die and rot that we see all the time. Because those are the that's CBD. Their, that's the CBD fields. The other stuff was CBD. The fields. other is the stuff that they cut was the THC that they yep. sent back east. Yep. We figured it all out. Bastards. I think they've been loopholing that around the state where when hemp became ag legal, uh, they had started gray airing that where they were growing are still probably growing THC intermingled or mm -hmm. mixed in or swapped out or I don't care what part of the process you, you flip it in there, but you're swapping THC for hemp bypassing certain olcc rules and we know a couple even <laughs> not nothing that we're you know around like that nothing because we know we, doesn't we, we support know it. of doesn't mean we support it but we know of some scandalous shit because the fact that yeah if and, you're and, in the industry you're in the industry and unfortunately it can even go back east where uh you know those the, the hemp mm -hmm. will go back east as thc product yep. so so flip that vice versa where Instead of saying, okay, we're growing hemp, but you grow THC, they're saying they are selling THC when it's really hemp because mm -hmm. of, because you can grow really good hemp these days Yeah, in terms of the oil CBD hemp. so That's funny because you just brought up the heating guys. Well, that is two conversations that got started with some sort of, some sort of cannabis-related thing in our house, such right. as when the heating guy came the other day to measure up where the heater was going to be put in. You had our plant that's sitting over here. A picture a of. A picture of a plant that's sitting over here. And that one struck conversation. And then the smell of my work clothes that I was wearing is what struck up the other conversation. <laughs> I guess it's inevitable. I mean, but it seems like people these days around here are pretty expectant of it usually. Mm -hmm. Either that or they just don't say nothing. Or they just, yeah. But that picture was like just sitting there and he, he was talking about how he, the heating guy was talking about his kids having drinking problems this is separate from the heroes but uh saying that um his kids had some drinking issues and that you know he would just as soon smoke a bowl mm -hmm. and he, we'd been talking for a few minutes and i'm like where did that come from because he looked like an older probably more conservative in my assumption mm -hmm. um so i didn't know where that came from <laughs> and then later on i you know, he had mentioned the picture and I'm like, oh shit. Okay. So you saw the picture. Yeah. Which is funny because in that picture we talked about, it's just a big bud. Like you don't see just anymore. You don't see a lot of pictures of just cannabis leaves. Mm -hmm. I mean, you do, but not cannabis leaf is very universally symbolic of cannabis. Most people, even if you don't haven't seen a real cannabis plant, know that a cannabis leaf is cannabis, right? Mm -hmm. Or weed, marijuana, that's pot. Pot. Reefer. 
And, but you look at a bud, like a full mature female frosty bud, and you haven't mm -hmm. been around weed plants, you may or may not know what you're looking at. And you probably will enjoy the looks of it because it's pretty. Yeah. And that's what he said is like really pretty. And so he recognized it. So damn, you know, he said he would smoke a bowl over drinking and I just bet you he would smoke a bowl. I don't think he's a regular smoker, <laughs> but that's awesome. Goes to show you, you know I mean? It's, I don't know. And it gets to the point where it's when it's a part of your life. I mean, and then you have people in your home. I mean, what are you going to do? Right. Exactly. You got anything for us that you can... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Drug Enforcement Administration issued its final rule for licensing more growers of marijuana to be used in research more than four years after it's first said it would end the monopoly on approved cultivation. The move came just days after both the House and Senate passed bills pressing the federal government to take steps to expand cannabis studies. So in other words, they're going to let other people try it besides just them. Who's them? They, you know. They. They, the feds. The mysterious they. <clears throat> well, obviously the DEA. Adam Nine. They. <laughs> <laughs> so they're obviously allowing other people besides just colleges. And remember, because there was a university. Uh, what university was it? University of Boston or something like that. That was uh, that was doing studies on cannabis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what do you got? Federal TSA's Instagram rants about sticky, icky, icky marijuana on <laughs> National Brownie Day. <laughs> National Brownie Day was this week, and while you might have missed it, the U.S. Transportation Security Administration's social media manager sure didn't. We hear it's National Brownie Day, so we're here to toke about something really sticky, icky, icky. Ooh, we... The federal agency posted to its verified Instagram account on Tuesday. What was he already eating? Did he right? get fired? Yeah. Did he wake up to some adabinol in the morning? So, <laughs> do you take it the night before? Hopefully this doesn't post near 420 because we're about to do be down. Oh, my God. <laughs> Following that high-flying introduction is a public service announcement of sorts warning travelers not to bring cannabis through airports. How cool is that? That is hilarious. <laughs> I like it. Sounds seriously like he was already eating some of this. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, the Federal Trade Commission launched a crackdown on deceptively marketed CBD products operation CBD Seat. Targets six companies for making a wide range of scientifically unsupported claims about their product's ability to treat medical conditions. You can't say that it treats medical conditions, people. That's just one thing that you should know is that you can't claim that whatsoever because you're not a scientist. You're not a doctor. You can't say that it does do that. And that's kind of one of the rules about cannabis right now. Well, until they accept it through the FDA. Until stuff. they do, but it's not FDA certified. You cannot, you can't do that. You can't tell, we are not allowed legally to tell our patients that it will cure cancer. <laughs> Right. It's just, we can't. We're not doctors. We're not nurses. Well, and it's not a prescription. We're, so It's not it, a prescription. <laughs> which, you know, I, 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 it's debatable if it should be anyway. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I do agree that a lot of it helps with a lot of stuff, but you just can't tell people that. And especially as a company to just put it um, in their packaging or on their packaging that it cures stuff. 
Although CBD companies are just really trying hard to do that. Mm-hmm. They, they really are. CBD companies are kind of notoriously known for that. <laughs> it's sad because... Cures pain. Okay. Well, you know, there's been outlandish cures COVID. Anyway, FTC is coming down on that. There's several articles that we could go over, which I won't, but because it's continuous. Every week I see them where they continue to talk about busting certain companies or fight you know it's just ridiculous it's really made it to the point that if you really talk to anybody that uses cannabis thc specifically you just don't hear people talk about it now Mm -hmm. like people have stopped like thc users have literally pretty much stopped talking about it yeah it's most of us know what it works on and what it doesn't work on and and i mean we're already using something that's mixed somehow like if it's CBD, we use a lot of CBD, but it's always in conjunction with THC. THC. Because honestly, if you know anything about the plant itself, like CBD and THC, in order to make those two compounds work together, they need each other. Mm-hmm. So in order to get that CBD to give you the effect that you need, you need THC with it because the fact that it opens all of it up so it you can get it all. That's like if you extract one, you never know if that other one's going to work properly for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it works best with both. Mm-hmm. Bo- both. Yes. Make sure they're both there. Both Synergistic. Pres- both present. <laughs> and full spectrum. All the terps, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, a study found evidence. Here's on the scientific side. A study has found evidence showing pesticide occurrence on common surfaces and cannabis growing facilities. And points to a need for routine monitoring and strict control of pesticide use in cannabis facilities. So all it's saying, though, is that basically cross-contamination is so easy with pesticides. Mm -hmm. So you could bring it in. You could, uh, I mean, if you've got different rooms getting different things, like if you got only veg getting pesticides and you're not getting it, <clears throat> you know, on your flower side, there's still cro- that cross contamination is huge, apparently. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go into details, but, you know, bottom line is there these studies are finding that it's easy to do. It's yeah. like getting f- food poisoning. <laughs> don't put the chicken with the beef. Yep. Yeah. Don't cross contaminate. That's like with anything. <laughs> so you're going to have to wipe down all your shit. And I imagine hopefully right now you are anyway. Mm hmm. But I mean, just real quick as an example, too, I was reading a post today where someone was using blue mat watering systems and they're really popular, uh, especially if you got the money to use them. And they're basically just watering systems that are generally automatic, but they're pretty fancy. They do specialized things. And uh, someone had used these metal clips that were to hold down the tubing for the watering system Mm -hmm. and they weren't, you know, they were just regular clips. They weren't like, um, what do you call that? Anodized or anything like that or not anodized, but you know, where they're weather resistant, they won't break down. And so it leached arsenic and lead into the plants. So when he had the plants tested, at the labs, he had non-passing lead and arsenic, and you know it. After some research, stemmed back to those stupid clips, and so 
maybe this isn't cross-contamination, but it's just a good example of how you can have ultra-clean, organic, quote-unquote, yeah. cannabis, and you're still getting heavy metals somehow or getting some sort of pesticide wow, in there. that's shitty. Um, something that I've thought about using tomato cages. You know, yeah. we've used tomato cages, and, you know, when you buy them, they are they are fixed like that where they shouldn't rust but over time i think that wears just like you know nails and screws that you right. use for outdoors they over time they kind of lose that ability to resist that and so they start to rust and i've seen cages rust and it's like okay when that happens then you know you're getting metal and mm -hmm. it's like that shit concerns me that kind of little shit you know yeah. what gets into your soil without you thinking about it so. yeah without even a, a thought a study found that people tended to reduce party drug use during COVID-19 related social distancing. Really? Mm -hmm. Reduced? Yeah, that means that they shared less. <laughs> okay, that I imagine, I hope yeah. so. That's yeah. cool. So now we're just doing drugs for ourselves. Yeah. It's like drinking alone, like George Thorogood. It was A like drink that, alone. It was like Take that. my party drugs, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it was like when we went, to uh turpid saturday for halloween mm -hmm. when you and i were sharing your blunt and the girl comes up and i shared one hit and she freaking passes it and i'm like okay first of all we're hiding over here in the corner with just us two mm -hmm. and yes my damn mistake that i passed it it was it was my mistake but the fact that she didn't even ask she just passes it right on to the rest of the people when we're nowhere close to the crowd yeah, I don't know if that's happened to anybody out there during COVID is like you you pass it between you and your someone else and you try to keep it between your little circle mm -hmm. and someone somehow makes their way into the circle and then it's somehow gone and you're like, wait a second, what if I'm, I brought that. Right. You know, and etiquette states that you can bring your own weed and smoke your own weed. Yes. Uh, you, etiquette states too <laughs> uh, that you can also turn down, politely turn down weed. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand why someone would break the circle like that and just well, and then just jump into somebody else's circle like they were already over there smoking blunts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then once it came back around, it was soggy and gross and we didn't take it back. And see, that's the thing. It's like there, there should be an awareness of like, you know, hey, unless we pass it to you, you could probably assume that you don't need to reach for it. Yeah. It, during COVID. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, like I've spent years, decades even just freely sharing blunts, yes, pipes, we, bongs. We were at a Turpin Sunday where we fucking passed around 10 to 15 different blunts. But right now, even if you're... But not now. Yeah, even though I'm not heavily concerned about COVID, I still don't want to just be spreading 45 mouths on a Turpin Saturday. You Thankfully, know. it was not 45 mouths. I'm just, I'm being extreme. Yes, <laughs> there, there was only at the most 15 people, but... It was still this that we had no idea who this girl is. And yeah, my, then all of my, a sudden she just jumps yeah. right on in. My my opinion is don't reach for it unless it's handed to you. Yeah. And then what's funny is she did. She just like slid across the table. Like, you know, Smokey off of uh, what movie was that? Where you just all of a sudden, no, I, I quit smoking yesterday. And he just. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. It hands him like the tiniest little joint. Like, what movie is that? I don't. Oh, my God. It's where his friend goes to jail. Oh. Uh -huh. Was it no an older help movie? here? Yes. What, was it the old movie with Dave Chappelle? Like, 
his friend goes to jail. Yeah. And, and they, they have, have to raise, get him out of jail. Yeah. Because he kills a about. horse. It's a classic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so it's it's that one. I can't I'm a bad stoner right now. I can't think of it. Um Up in Smoke? No. No, that has Cheech and Chong. Whatever. Everybody's screaming it right now. I know. I can't hear you scream a little louder. <laughs> <laughs> I I and also too, if you do get it handed to you, don't just share it with other strangers yeah. is what I was going to say. Don't pass it off. If you don't know if it's like, if it's somebody else's and you know that they were doing it, don't just pass it off. Like it's your, right. Your if we're, job to if do we're it. sitting in a big circle and we pass it to you, maybe pass it on. But if we're in our circle, we pass it to you and you're on the fringe. Don't just slap it out into general society at that point. This yeah. is, this is solitary confinement. We do not want that blunt out in general population. Exactly. Or, or you can do like what Jesse did one time and and she didn't want to pass it to somebody. And so she goes, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> she was just trying to keep it between her and her and one other person. It was pretty funny. I think during these times, it's okay without having any kind of rudeness. Right. Exactly. Now, this I found interesting. A U.S. man, this was in, uh, oh, shit, um, Chicago... Who's a major newspaper? Says U.S. man was serving 90 year sentence for cannabis released. Finally, kind of a sad story. This is Florida. While serving a 90 year prison sentence for selling marijuana, Richard, I want to say it's Delisi. Delisi's wife died. She died, as did his 23 year old son and both his parents while he was in prison. Hmm. His adult daughter was in a horrific car accident and suffered a paralyzing stroke as a result. He never met the two granddaughters, uh, a lifetime of missed memories. 71-year-old Delisi walked out of a Florida, Florida prison Tuesday morning, grateful and unresentful as he hugged his tearful family. I'm not sure what family has left. <laughs> After serving 31 years, he said he's just eager to restore the lost time. Delisi was believed to be the longest serving nonviolent cannabis prisoner, according to the last prisoner project, which championed his release. Delisi also finally met his 11-year-old and one-year-old granddaughters for the first time this week. I'm a blessed human being, a survivor, Delisi said in a phone interview with the Associated Press on Wednesday while he was in the parking lot of his favorite hamburger joint as he watched his granddaughters laugh and bounce a ball. He was sentenced to 90 years for marijuana trafficking in 89 at the age of 40. Wow. Even though the typical sentence was only 12 to 17 years, he believes he was targeted with a lengthy sentence because the judge mistakenly thought he was part of an organized crime because he was of an Italian. He was an Italian from New York. Delisi said he had opportunities but never had any desire for that life. <sighs> I can't even imagine. We've been watching 60 Days In. That's on Netflix for people that haven't seen Netflix it. Netflix and Hulu. Hulu if you want to get all five series or all five seasons. Where these random participants go into, not even prison, they go into jail actually for mm-hmm. 60 days. And man, it's like <laughs> you get to see as a normal average person, which I think is great, uh, what it's like to be to be in jail. And it's not good. And man, I can't imagine 30 years. Uh, especially for a plant. Yeah. And I don't care how much of that plant it is. I mean... Uh, like he said, maybe if they were trying to tag him with some organized crime bullshit, mm-hmm. but damn, I mean, nonviolent. Uh, see this, this kind of stuff is what's heartbreaking. 
half baked is the movie. Half baked, right? <laughs> now everybody feels better. <laughs> I got this. I got this. Uh, but he said it helped him. Um, he he learned to read and write. Uh, prison changed him. He never really knew who God was. He kind of found that way, of course. Uh, and he also got to mentor young inmates and help them along. So I guess he found meaning in it. Nice. Um, this is interesting. <laughs> the family spent over 250000 on attorney fees, which I think is not too bad. A mm-hmm. uh, quarter of a million dollars. You'd think it would. I mean, OJ probably spent that every day. <laughs> for his several lawyers yeah. orange it, juice bought up <laughs> and over $80,000 on long distance international collect calls which again if you put those words together long distance international collect calls like that's a lot of charge long distance international yeah. collect <laughs> Uh, so that's not too bad, but man, I imagine international collect calls from prison is fucking not cheap. Probably not. $75 a minute. Uh, but it's not, it's not money they want back as they say. Do they have, do they still have collect? Where can you call collect anymore? Well, no, that I think collect is in terms of collecting, calling collect from the uh, jail cell. No, I know. I'm just curious if you can call collect anymore. Like, no, is, I don't the think jail, so. is the jail still collect, or is it just you have to have funds on there to make a phone call? Well, no, you no, you don't have to have funds. But without funds, you have to call someone collect. Okay, so they do still have collect. Yes, that's okay. And most of the time, that's how people end up paying. They don't mm-hmm. have it on their books. They don't normally, unless you're in prison. Oh, I know. I paid a collect bill or two. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's basically. Yeah. I am 36 years old. I paid a collect bill or two. <laughs> so uh, something interesting here, again, on the science side, it says researchers applied a, quote, function-oriented synthesis to identify the key structural elements of the potential therapeutic, lots of words here, pharmacophore of ibogaine. What? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so basically they found out, they took ibogaine, found out how that shit worked, and then engineered an analog uh, or a, what they call a tabernanthalog, a water-soluble, non-hallucinogenic, non-toxic analog of ibogaine that can repair, be prepared in a single step. <laughs> so it's possible to modify a psychedelic compound to produce a safer, non-hallucinogenic variant of that has the same therapeutic value. Mm-hmm. Of course they would do this. So bottom line is they've taken a hallucinogenic, making it non-hallucinogenic, and still achieving, hopefully, achieving the same medical value. I call bullshit. I'm getting tired of the government. Just like they wanted to do with cannabis. I'm Exactly. And it doesn't work. Okay. And um, two things. One, I'm getting really tired of the government always, and especially it's probably not government more so as it is big pharma, trying to take away the fun for one out of the medicine mm-hmm. especially when they've promoted pain pills that got you high as fuck they promote benzos that get you high as fuck so quit trying to take the good shit out of the natural shit to fit your little box of medicine mm-hmm. you don't need to They're, so you can come up on money well but you don't need to the the organ is setting up clinical setting 
situations to take hallucinogens. That's good enough. You don't need to take it away from people. Mm -hmm. Part of the medicine, part of the mind altering is the fact that you're fucking hallucinating. Psychoactives, in my humble opinion, work because they are full spectrum. Yep. You cannot take the full spectrum of the high, the feeling, whatever the full experience is, like caffeine, you get a boost of energy. Don't yep. tell me you're going to give me a fucking caffeine and not give me that little boost of energy that comes with it because you think I can get medical value without having to fuck you. No. I'm sorry. I it's wouldn't just part, be drinking coffee without. It's part of the experience and it's part of the medicine. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor, so whatever. But I'm all, I'm going to go down saying that, you know, when it comes to psychoactives is that their medicine and part of that medicine is is the high itself, whatever that is. It's mm-hmm. the full experience. I'm not saying it's just the high, but I'm saying it's the full experience. The high, the come down, the the use of it, the after effect, the during effect, the, mm-hmm. the pre-effect, all of it. Uh, and to always dilute, not even dilute it, t- try to isolate it down. Always people trying to isolate it down to something. No, mm-hmm. doesn't work cannabis. No one likes isolate, nothing. Yep. Nothing my rant so it sucks because i knew they'd do this and it seems like they're gonna they're gonna claim to be successful i think it's just like thc you can have 90 fucking five percent thc diamonds that's isolated thc and i'm sorry don't enjoy it. it's flat high mm-hmm. and yeah it gets you you know good and high for three minutes and that you know whatever but there's no other experience to it no and just like uh isolate cbd you know, what do you get out of it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Put it over the top of our dog food. <laughs> and hopefully it works. It worked pretty well. I, I Unfortunately, guess. we're out. Yeah. <laughs> so, Shout out Cloudwave. <laughs> so, I mean, I just think it's sad. Um, but I knew they'd do this. And I, I hope that uh, people just continue to see the value of full spectrum plant medicine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say. Uh, full full spectrum experience. Right. Is that a new word? <laughs> Will be now. Uh, and then I just wanted, we were talking about CBD. Uh, <laughs> DJ Khaled. Oh. He's launching a CBD company. Of course. <laughs> Join the rest of the troops. <laughs> Why CBD? I mean. Because everybody else is doing THC. That's that's what I think is funny. It's like you're gonna really that's your that's really what you're gonna do because everybody's doing CBD. A lot of people are doing CBD. A lot of people are doing THC. I see so many people that are shouting out to that now. I just don't see CBD being a long term successful. Sovereign option. Fields. We should talk to Sovereign Fields. Maybe we'll be their reps. And then just real quick, we'll end with this. This is kind of a I don't know a side note to something that should be noted. Uh, that didn't make sense. A side note that should be noted. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think it is. It's on the side. This company called Biomedican, it, they said it discovered a process to biosynthesize a new class of rare cannabinoids called sesquicannabinoids. I want to talk to Jason Wilson mm-hmm. from Curious About Cannabis about this because I'm sure he's going to know more about this. I think he'll bring him on and actually make this a subject. But there's sesquiterpenes that are known, class of terpenes. 
And so this is interesting that there's these uh, rare cannabinoids called sesquicannabinoids that they synthesized. The really weird part is they're patenting the process to biosynthesize these cannabinoids, mm. which essentially patents the cannabinoids because it's the way to make them is what they're patenting. Yeah. Really weird and strange. Not doesn't sound very cool. Um, what they're touting, I don't, I don't have to go into all this BS weird terminology, but what the paper touts is that there's these sesqua CBDA, CBGA, sesqua CBD, CBN, sesqua THCV, sesqua THCA, all the major compounds. And there's this sesqua version. And uh, so they figured out how to produce them. They're going to make a pat or they're trying to get a patent on it or it's patents pending. And they're going to have a significant amount of the attributes that are found in all that, but they're supposed to be better. Hmm. And it doesn't say if they're still going to have the same, you know, like if the sesqua sesquiterpenes, if the sesqua cannabinoids are going to be like, if the THCA, if you, decarb it if it's going to get you high still you know i don't know what they mean by it's the same attributes but better does that right. mean stronger thc i mean this is where i want to talk to jason about it. it but it's not clear it just says quote all of our sesquicannabinoids will have a significant amount of the attributes that are found in cbd cbg thcv and thca but will also have some different attributes that could potentially make them significantly better probably going back to they won't make you high <laughs> <laughs> probably uh they claim that they're the true pioneers of this market it says this has the potential to replace all rare cannabinoids with a compound that works significantly better than just cbd cbg thcv and thca they're going to be doing research to prove and discover the additional health benefits um and they just what they're saying is they hope that they will be able to help people suffering health issues nice. with their own dollars because they're patented through them. <laughs> I, w I wish it told though what it, what the other things are going to be and if they're still going to get you high. Yeah. Interesting to find out. Um, ah, wait, no, I'm reading on. It says, it says starting with biosynthesizing CBG, CBGA, THCV, THVA, and now sesquicannabinoids reducing production costs 70 to 90% and producing 99% pharmaceutical grade compounds with 0.0% THC. But as far as I understand, THCA, when you decarb it, becomes THC, correct? The Delta 9. All right, that's it. All right, All thank right. you, appreciate it. Um, just wanna say thank you again. Uh, if you want to let me know about the whole coin in the grinder right email us organroot at gmail.com we haven't changed up on talent health club at all oh let's let's touch it oh because it came april yeah let's talk about it but i don't know what you mean by when you said come april <laughs> well hopefully they'll be here by april hopefully just got word that uh hopefully the building will be done inside and out by april mm -hmm. so i mean what we talked about hoping in our little minds is maybe maybe a 420 grand opening if we're mm -hmm. lucky uh things are getting cleaned up real well out there though i guess Farmers, 
so rogue farmers should be open real soon if not yeah they're not open yet but i i think they'll be open soon they just need to fix up their roof yeah i know they're getting pallets of stuff and then yeah so hopefully april ish and i like to see that happen myself because um i i can see you would like to get back out there i love where i'm at though but it yeah it's I'm used to being where I was at and this, I, I feel like this is a temporary job because I know that it's coming back, mm. but I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm very grateful. So that's awesome. Um, and what's really cool though, is you get to go back with all new stuff, mm-hmm. new computers, hopefully. Well, I, I use my computer as you know. Yeah, I know. But I just mean like, hopefully like new POS and everything. And mm-hmm. well, we were already in the midst of trying to figure out a new one anyways, anyway. So yeah. And all the cameras were pretty fire by the time you left too, huh? Like he had put a whole new camera system oh, in. Yeah, he had put a brand new <laughs> camera system in. We had gotten um, a new, like a whole new system actually going on. And we had gotten all the safes in. Uh, but we were just getting ready to do a, uh, like a knock down the front wall. So it's like we were looking to fix up some stuff anyways. Yeah. Yeah, well, and like you said, you had gotten so much stuff. I thought it was there a lot of artwork too. Did we talk about how much artwork was lost at the time? We had there was artwork up on the wall. Yeah, wonder what the artist felt about that. We had a couple different art artwork <laughs> up on the wall, but some of it was just done and trying to be sold. But one of them was another artist. I don't know, and but there was no insurance for that. And then your plants. Yes, the plants were devastating. Because those had been up there for a while. Yeah. When I like first jungle. when I first started there, they were half the size no, a quarter of the size that they were when I when they had gotten burned. But thankfully we know a lot of people that have those same plants that they actually may have taken cuttings of from the plants in the lobby. So we'll be getting them back so we can start start again. Mm-hmm. Cause those front windows were great. They attracted a lot of sun and made the plants grow great. Yes, yes. Oh, and that reminds me, two other things before we go I wanted to mention. One was, you know, I made a post about a company who OLCC is uh, in, interviewing. They're uh, investigating mm-hmm. products that were put out. There were cartridges that were put out by a couple different farms um, that had an unlisted ingredient. Um, and you can see the post if you want to go to the IG to see it. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to have to sit here and call everything out here. But basically, what I was saying in the post is that it's unfortunate that we're still having things come out on the organ market mm-hmm. that are be- unlisted. Now, I even and I and I even called this out on the post, this is what would happen. What happens is they get called out and then they correct it, and then they either take it out or they list it and then s- say, Oh, we're all transparent. Right. All fine and dandy. That makes you look great. But honestly, just stop doing that shit from the beginning. Mm-hmm. How about you just stop? Yeah. How, how, how about you stop with the, oh, I forgot to put on the. Oh, whoops. Whoops. Or or we didn't know that that was in there. Oh, come on. If you don't know what's in your product, I'm going to keep going down the list of your excuses that you're going to keep coming at. And, mm-hmm. and no, you list what you put in. You know what you have in your product, so you can list what all right. is in there. Yeah. And then you make sure you have verifiable evidence up to current research to back that it's okay to put in that product. Right. Now, 
if the research changes later down the road and says that this isn't good for you to have in your body and it's been in there, but you've labeled it yeah, in there. You won't get yourself into trouble. I have no problems with that. Then you just restructure your formula, continue on. No worse for the wear. Right. All good and dandy. But if you don't put it on the label and then come out like, oh, we didn't know. or Bullshit. And that's what this company did. And then right under that post, they actually posted back on that post and said, oh, but, you know, we checked our stuff and formula and that was an old formula and we and we're so transparent now. And but exactly what I said they would do. Yep. Don't come later on and say, oh, that was an old formula. Sorry. Now we're transparent. We're the most transparent. Yeah, you are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You learn from your mistake. But. I'm, and I'm glad they did. That's I hope they are very transparent. But to have this happen, you know, we went legal in 2015. Mm-hmm. It's two goddamn thousand, almost 21. We're still having OLCC investigate for unlisted ingredients. Yeah. That shit didn't sit on the shelf for four years. No. I, I don't know what to tell you. Start listing your shit and then don't come back like you've learned something. It's like you learned, five. oh, we learned something. And so, no, you didn't. Yeah. List your ingredients because then when you do learn something, you can still have said you were transparent, not you are now transparent. Right. Right. So with that said, and then also to DAF, uh, Dirty Arm Farm, and I want to mention Funk. They come out with some limited edition shit that's really fire. Yeah. Check that out. But Fresh Dirty Arm Farm, Fresh Exotics, brother, he went away from CRC. Funny how that works. Mm-hmm. Back that for a long time. Yep. Really I've, liked it. I mean. Haven't we, got to try the fresh exotics yet. Funny enough, we talked about how when we were buying Dirty Arm Farm from the get-go from mm-hmm. 2015, liking all his live resin. We even liked his like freaking, uh, what did this, this pull and snap mm-hmm. that he was making back then. Way back when. Way back. We loved it. It was great shit. And then all that whole CRC wave and it's the best. And I stopped it, buying. And it just fizzled mm-hmm. because it just became more and more tasteless. I stopped buying when it was the, uh, as soon as it became the hater tears, uh, the only stuff I'd buy of the hater tears was the, the um, garlic cookies and the Tropicana. And I think there was one other one that I may have bought, but most of the time I absolutely refused to buy them from hater tears on so yeah. i never bought an np 710 i refused i tried it because the fact that you know i had friends that had them and they're just like oh you got to try it i'm like well fine i guess i will it, it wasn't my favorite I, I thought i was from day one i thought it should be in a dripper mm-hmm. because it looked like distillate with some color added to it or terpenes added back to it to me and word was that it was that it only got better as if you mixed it with, uh, say, some hater tears mm-hmm. or some diamonds of sorts, because it was like, you know, it needed something to sop it up that you need some substance to it. But also, too, it was like, you know, at least you could put some flavor back into the CRC that way, too, as well. Mm-hmm. But I never really enjoyed the 710 either. We never went that direction. And we just didn't really like the CRC. I just think it's funny to mention the kind of the full circle. Not Now, I'm not saying that whatever this new process is, is that it's like the old, you know, like whatever people are doing now where it's not filtered. But who knows? I mean, it seems like it has gone full circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
but I, I we'll see. We're gonna test it out. It's called Fresh Exotics, and you know, it's supposed to be the best. We'll see. You gotta try at least one. I think I think it's hilarious. Like I said, though, I'd like to try the garlic cookies because that is my favorite of it. So yeah, but so, you begged me not to because you're done with garlic. I'm just I'm overloaded. It's honestly, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but just like the Skittles, like I like it a lot, but it's just like drinking diet pepsi all the time that's all you drink right but i do get tired of it when <laughs> i've known you for 10 years when are we gonna get tired of it <laughs> i just wish for something besides garlic or skittles right now i'm still waiting on something other than you pepsi. know that i'm really wanting that skunk gas and that's what we had with the sweet skunk that you smoked all of now we just had the limited edition funk, the cherry soda, which is so fucking fire, sweet gas. Sweet skunk that you smoked all of. Yep. So that's what I'm leaning towards right now. I have no animosity, I swear. And you like it too, but you just are stuck on your garlic Skittles. I, I will always be on Skittles, but garlic <laughs> cookies, I at least, that's the only one I liked. So that's the only reason why I would want to try it. It's the one that I would probably the only one I would like out of the new ones. <laughs> I'm hoping that whatever this fresh exotics is, is something that other people can put out too, or at least follow suit in just because I'm really tired of CRC and I don't, I want other options besides mm -hmm. just rosin. I don't have anything against rosin. Love I it. I love rosin. It's just spendy. It's just so it, the process is just spendy. It's mm -hmm. a craft and it, it's a beautiful craft and it is fucking amazing. No knocks craft. to it, but it is an expensive craft. But can I please get something about, you know, a third less the price and still have it not be CRC, mm -hmm. but still be really good, like high quality, clean. I know I'm asking a lot here. I think I it can be done. I don't want that white shit. But no CRC. No. I, I'm done with it. Mm -hmm. um, and as far as I'm concerned, if it's CRC now, that should be the mids shelf. Like that should CRC should be mid shelf shit, mm -hmm. um, you know, because you're cleaning up turds. <laughs> you're polishing them <laughs> quite well. All right. Uh, so thank you. Uh, and please, uh, the show is supported by Patreon. So check us out there. I have yeah. another, I have the behind the scenes post of uh, Good Earth Organics on there now. And um, check us out. Yeah. More content going there. That's patreon.com slash organ rooted. You get some special shit there. Special love. You can choose some episode stuff. Yeah. All right. Organ love. Organ love. Stay rooted. I'm Higher Peaks, and you've just listened to The Dirt Show. If you like this episode, please like, share, comment, and go to organrooted.com where you can subscribe to us on your favorite platform like iTunes, Pandora, or Spotify. Also, check us out on our YouTube for videos and IG, Facebook, and Twitter for all our updates. Thank you for listening.